Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Civilian employees may have a shot at getting a pay raise in 2019. The Senate Appropriations, Financial Services, and General Government Subcommittee includes a proposed 1.9% pay raise for federal employees in its annual spending bill. That matches what federal employees received in 2018. The path forward for a raise faces a long road in both chambers of Congress, though. President Trump recommended a pay freeze for civilian employees in 2019. The National Treasury Employees Union says a federal judge will hear its lawsuit challenging the president's recent executive orders as its lawsuit is combined with other suits from federal unions. NTEU was among at least 15 federal unions to challenge the president's orders on employee accountability, official time, and collective bargaining. The legal arguments for each lawsuit differ slightly. NTEU says combining them all will expedite the union's collective cases. 45 Democratic senators write to President Trump to express their concern with the White House's recent trio of federal workforce executive orders. The senators say the executive orders will not help to improve the federal workforce. They're also worried some agencies are using these EEOs to end existing collective bargaining agreements before they expire. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Maryland Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Hollen, and Virginia Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner are among the members who signed the letter. Republican members of the Senate Budget Committee call on Health and Human Services to rein in improper payments. In a letter to HHS Secretary Alex Azar, senators claim the agency accounts for more than half of all federal improper payments. The Government Accountability Office reports out of $141 billion in improper payments, 63% came from HHS. The senators urge HHS to implement outstanding GAO recommendations to reduce improper payments. Two senators want agencies to be more aggressive in mitigating supply chain risks for technology products and services. Senators James Lankford and Claire McCaskill introduced legislation to create a federal acquisition security council which would develop policies and processes for agencies to use when purchasing information technology. OMB puts out the help wanted sign for technology spending analyses. Data scientists and other experts are needed to identify the challenges, gaps, or benefits of how agencies currently are capturing federal IT spending. OMB and GSA released a request for information seeking insights into existing capabilities to automate the collection of data from multiple disparate sources to support the use of technology business management or TBM standards. The tools and or services should include advanced data analytics and business intelligence. GSA will host a virtual industry day on June 26 and a reverse industry day at the end of July. I'm Jason Miller. The Office of Management and Budget tells agencies not to count on money from the Technology Management Fund to move to the next generation telecoms contract. Agencies have until May 2020 to transition from the current networks contract and on to the government-wide enterprise infrastructure solutions contract. OMB says agencies have known about EIS for years and should instead rely on their working capital funds. The agency recently awarded half of the available TMF funds to USDA, HUD, and the Energy Department. Multiple sources tell Federal News Radio the Trump administration is considering a significant reorganization of the Office of Personnel Management. Sources say the administration wants to move forward with its plans to move the government-wide security clearance portfolio from OPM to the Pentagon. It also wants to move HR solutions from OPM to the General Services Administration. The Trump administration is also eyeing the Federal Employee Health and Retirement Programs to move from OPM to GSA. Sources say the administration may rename GSA as the Government Services Agency. The administration is expected expected to release its final reorganization report later this week. Military spouses will now get free LinkedIn premium memberships for one year after a permanent change of station thanks to the Defense Department. The online networking site is working with the Pentagon to give military spouses access to more than 12,000 online professional courses. The membership is also available to military spouses for six months after their significant other leaves the military. 
The Defense Department says if it decides to combine commissaries and exchanges, consumers will not see any difference. The combination will be purely from a back office perspective to streamline business practices and create efficiencies. Worries about the idea came from a draft memo which came out last year. And the Navy's top enlisted official is on temporary leave amid an inspector general's investigation into allegations of workplace misconduct. Officials told the Navy Times yesterday that Stephen Giordano requested the leave himself, but emphasized that he is still the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Navy. The decision follows the same newspaper's revelation last week that Giordano is under investigation by the Naval Inspector General for allegedly creating a hostile work environment. Former employees described his management style as abusive and oppressive. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories at Federal News radio.com and subscribe to the federal newscast on podcast one or itunes you can also follow us on twitter at federal newscast i'm eric white